The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bust it down that blow out of East San Ho. What they know my name? Oh, yeah, what up, what up, fantasy news today, back at ya. Wizards like a motherfucker. Hell yeah, man. You know how it goes. <laughs> we got a lot of weed to smoke and not enough time to do it. I will tell you that much. That's for sure. <laughs> if I didn't have so many things to do today, I would be on shrooms right now in freeze time. <laughs> yeah, I will definitely be on some shrooms very, very soon. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. All right, let's see who's up in the chat because the chat is extra extra lit right now. Antonio up oh, there. What up, bro? What's it? Happy birthday, twin. And he said, Happy birthday, hustler. You the man, Antonio. You the man. Hess in the building. What up? And he said, shout out, happy birthday, Hus. Yeah, we're about to get get some cakes, some mushrooms, some trees, and some football all going all at once. Yeah. Oh yeah. Peanut butter and waivers. Don't mind if I do. Niner MMA. <laughs> nice. We got some draft picks flowing. <clears throat> These drafts are finally moving a little quicker now. Everybody got the lay of the land. It only took two days. <laughs> you know, I mean, even me, I fucking, I didn't know. I don't get no alerts on this shit, just like everybody else don't. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I get the Antonio alert. He's like, bro, you got, you got forty-seven minutes left, and then you text me, don't, don't time out. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> then it was another thirty minutes of me thinking who to pick. <laughs> yeah, see, it's crazy because like sometimes I'll get an email alert and like it'll pop up and I'll just see it, like you know, like you're about to be on, you're up next or whatever. And then sometimes I'll even get it from the app. You're on the clock and this and that. I just got it like right now. And, uh, but it's weird. It's not like every single time. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. All my teams are top heavy, but rather top heavy than not heavy, as I always say. Yeah. Dang. I thought you were going to let me finish that off. I was ready. <laughs> I, if you, if you, if you, if you like paid attention to me right there, I was mid sentence trying to remember my own saying. <laughs> I was like, well, how does it go? 
Emil yeah. in the house. What up? He said, happy birthday, bro. Thank you, sir. Oh, and yeah, hold on. Let me get, let me get all this weed ready that Heisman sent over. Yeah, I gotta tell. I, I gotta request the good folks at Heisman send me some joints too. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. I thought I had a joint in here somewhere. I got a couple bags. It's funny because man, I I got to try the Heisman weed in Vegas, but then the ones that I got, fucking that was the one that my boy was holding, and he got took at the at the club. Oh. yeah, those motherfuckers are just. And then I say, I said, man. He's all they threw it in the garbage. I said, You think that garbage has a bag in it, right? He's like, Yeah, they're gonna take that bag and they got all these goodies. Yeah. Um, yeah, the bag is only the things that they're throwing away. <laughs> okay, I do got a joint here. We'll save that one for later. But we got a few different kinds here. So I got the Barry Bonds uh post game. Oh man, of course I go for the post game right away. Uh we got the Eli Banning halftime. All right, so we'll do this. We'll do this in the order that we're supposed to. I got another, I got a cherry rice post game. And then we got a Jesus Skittles worth pregame. All right. So let's pregame it how we're supposed to do. And a meal in the house. Again, I think I, I think I said that he shouted us out, but appreciate you two times. And yeah. uh, Jugger, Juggernaut said, what up? Uh, what up? Or no. What's up? <laughs> And he said, happy birthday, Hustler. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. And, uh, man, it's so funny. I, I I wish there was just more time in the day. I had all these ideas of things that I wanted to do. Uh, go check out the video, the, the little reel that I posted, uh, kind of like the get hyped video for this show, because I think it was pretty cool. And uh, shout out to Bogey for finding some uh, clips to use. Oh, and shit, I didn't get to check it out yet. It's uh, <laughs> Maybe I should just like play it on here, huh? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I, I it's dope i like it the one the only the only thing that i wish that i that i could have done is like right before because we did put a put a ricky clip of uh a ricky clip of like one of his like you know dope plays you know just in the nfl and uh <laughs> like before the uh <coughs> that clip i wanted to get the clip of uh of kuba ricky <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have enough time. That shit would have been super funny, though. But uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Bakes a lot. What up, bro? What and up, said, Bakes uh, a lot? And he said, welcome, Ricky. Uh, Ricky Williams to the dopest. Uh, what? The most electrifying? What? Fantasy football show what? on the planet. <laughs> Let's get Bro, there's hella planets, too, bro. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? There's hella planets, bro. Uh-oh. I wonder if it'll let me... Uh... We the dopest on the dopest, bro. Hell yeah. What you ain't lying. Man? You ain't lying. I ain't never lie. Ah. <laughs> Let's see. Will it I'm, I'm, I'm just a regular Fletcher Reed. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm telling you, that's one of my AKs, bro. Damn it. Well, this shit, I, I didn't save it. I should have saved it from Instagram, and I don't know why it's not... Uh... Is not let me log in. You post a reel, it won't save it to the phone like it does, like when you make a post. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? That was creepy. My phone just started talking out of my ass. And for whatever reason, it just will not let me uh, log in on fucking. 
It won't. It won't let me fucking log in on Instagram on my fucking on my computer. I have no idea why. Yeah, we'll see if I can. Uh, I'll see if I can save it. But yeah, yeah you, you know what? This is what you do. Go to your Instagram thing, the mm-hmm. post, and then copy the link to the post. Like you're gonna send it to somebody. And then maybe you could play from there because remember, you know, you say you might be able to play anything as long as it's a link, right? Yeah, good idea. Let's see. That's all I got, man. Hey, I mean, shit. You know what I mean? They just all of that's not, not a bad idea. Yeah. You know Let's what I'm saying? Oh, by golly, Bogart is a genius. <laughs> I've been mean, called worst. You know what I mean? <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Here, let me. Uh... I mean, you know, it might be like a big letdown. We might only see it in no sound, but you never know. Just a figure. No, it's it's working. As long as as I can put it here. Yeah. There you go. Look at that. Rick Williams coming on the show. Show is starting very soon. Shout out to Heisman with that Barry Bonds. Let's hit a ball while I'm hitting the ball. It's like a paradox. (laughs) Smoking bowls and hitting holes. The draw to Ricky, looking for room, finds it at the 50, Ricky to the 45, Ricky to the 40, breaks another tackle, there he goes, bye-bye, bye-bye Ricky, bye-bye Ricky! On the short porch. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so I, I definitely was <laughs> one of those. <laughs> I definitely was one of those, uh, bringing back the memories. I'm going to say, the, 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 the Sagittarius, they're the risk takers. You know, yes. it's the, the philosophers, okay? Right. <laughs> the opinionated, yeah. the opinionated ones. We will talk about the paint on the wall for, for forever. Yes. Uh, it was the broad strokes. You yeah. can tell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was stupid. Classic stuff. But that's what's funny about Ricky is like whenever he laughs, like you can tell it ain't no fake laugh because it's like you, you feel it like it's like coming up through yeah. like the core. You know, it gets a real laugh when he, uh, when he no goes. real talk. That's why like that was the first clip I chopped the the the, uh, the one that you sent. I mean, the one that you put first, right? Yeah. Like you know, what I mean, I'm just you 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 were talking about like the Mission Bay, uh, you know, which is the high school that that you went to. For those that don't know. But uh, and you know he went to, he went to high school in the same area. For, for those of you that don't know that either, but like so you're talking about just that old tournament, the JV tournament. And he just started laughing because he's just like, damn, I remember that shit. And so for the and uh, like the actual story, so it's uh there's like a varsity field which is like a super super you know the super nice field, and then you got a JV field which is on the other side and is literally like in all dirt field, but it's a super short, like home run. And uh, like, if you just pull it right down left field and it goes into like uh, the tennis courts, like if you hit it over the, uh, over the fence. So everyone just would like, they oh, really big like, it, like for short porch means. Yeah. It's like really short home run. And, uh, but it was a really high fence though as well. But yeah, that's what short porch means. It's like really short to hit the home run. And uh, a lot of people, they would just be uh, every time they hit it, you like you feel like you're a real a real big leaguer, you know, like you got to get it over this big. Ass, it's short, but it's like a big ass fence, and it goes onto the fucking tennis court. You doing one of those, like, <laughs> you're like, oh, that's gone, man. Everybody always big leagues that watches it hella slow, you know. If you know you really got a hold of it, super funny. And uh, yeah, just imagine Ricky because he said he, he, I mean, shit, like Ricky made like professional baseball, you know. He just. Uh, it was just he played in the offseason, and that was it. But you can't 
make it in the into the big leagues anywhere if you can't hit because if nothing else like that's the one thing they look for you got to be able to grab hold of that thing <laughs> yep and uh shout out to trip poos and party like it's your birthday let's get it you feel me yeah marco yeah said good evening from the future and let's see alice gutenzum gebergstag that means happy birthday it's gotta be right <laughs> did they just put the guten and everything that's what i'm saying like what what's up with the guten? good good oh what? well happy happy uh good morning is that what you think happy and good good, like, it, good morning and good birthday maybe Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good birthday. <laughs> what up, Theo? What up, Dennis? Who's the birthday? What up, Timmy? What up, Derek? What up, Pete? <laughs> and Niner said, "Y'all repping highs, man." <laughs> Since y'all high, man. Highs, man. <laughs> so funny. And uh, that was one thing that was kind of cool. Is like Ricky even given the origin story behind Heisman, and he said it was one of the. Uh, it was one of the dudes, you know, he has all the autograph signings and all that shit. Like, you know, we see his shit all over pristine auction and everywhere else. And he said, someone asked, can you inscribe it with Heisman? But like H-I-G-H-S-M-A-N. And he was like, oh, shit. Uh, he's like, yeah, let me do that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then everything, uh, I mean, it fits. It's fitting. If anyone could do it, it's him. You know, it's crazy, so. You know what I mean? Um, I talked about doing a podcast for like six months before I started doing the podcast, right? And um, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to think like, okay, I know the name of the show. I wanted to be like Playmaker or something. Cause I just did that track with Iffy. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, yo, this track is hard. Like this is, you know what I mean? Like we got a, we got a, 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 a title, a, a theme song already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause that song had nothing to do with like when I was trying to do a podcast, it was just like, yeah, oh my just, God, I'm, using, I'm gonna use this song for the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like and you then, said, it's just a fly, just a fly song. There's just a whole bunch of sports innuendos in there. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and then fucking uh, my man's, you know what I'm saying? He was coming through, you know what I'm saying? Allegedly to pick up, but right. But then he was like, he goes, uh, and I had the studio. I was getting everything set up. Gaga! And no, right. Tino, you did not miss sticky, icky, Ricky. He's coming on at around two ish. Round two-ish, so it'll be a little bit. We'll talk about some news and stuff before he comes on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, I got the studio. You know, I got everything set up, the mics and everything. You know what I mean? And uh, and a dude walks in, right? It's my boy. And, you know, everybody that knows me is giving me money everything. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, uh, I just had some Burger King. You know what I'm saying? Burger King, give me money. You know what I mean? Like, just, it's giving me money everything. He walks in, he goes, this is give me money studio? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and, you know, and he's a dickhead. Fuck him. Yeah, that's my boy, but he's a dickhead, so I'm not going to give him no credit. I won't even say his name. He leaves, and I'm like, there it is. It was right under my nose the whole time. And I was, like, searching for something like uh, CNN, you know, MTV, BET, you know, some kind of TBS. I, I wanted an acronym or something, you know what I mean? And I was like, boom, right there, the GMM, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fire. Like a ton of breaks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's get to some news. Yeah. And uh, Marco said, uh, yes, happy birthday in Germany. He said, and it was pretty good how you said it. I like it. 
And Crispy said, I said, happy birthday, old man. What up, Crispy? <laughs> 37, 37. Getting up there. Almost, almost as old as Crispy. <laughs> I turned 38 last November. And uh like I had a moment in the morning, right? Where I was like, oh, I'm getting old, right? Cause like I was all hurting, like waking up. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh and, I was like, uh. and then then I started thinking about like the homies that are like dead and gone and shit. And I said, then I got all sad. Ah, oh. like damn, I like started thinking about one of my boys that died when I was like 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 uh like 18. So I'm like, yeah. damn, I already outlived him twice. Damn, yeah. You know what I mean, I started like, you know what I mean? All these things like uh then I, then it hit me like, oh shit. Shit, I'm alive in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Even if I'm beat up, but they can't take me alive. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what's great about your trip around the sun every time. Like, hey, we made it again. Let's keep let's keep this thing going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Happy, happy birthday to you, my brother. Yeah. And Dennis said, you are a young hus. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't know. No, age is just the number of how you feel, right? Like, so, I don't know. When we were like 20, like, yeah, people who were 40 were like old ass motherfuckers, you know, like, I mean, but as you get a little bit older, you realize like, man, like 40, it really is the new 30, right? Like, I mean, if you're not like old and crusty, you know, by that point, which we are. All the people that raised me were always like nine, 10 years older than me. So like, you know, know. it just always seemed like, okay, it was always going to get flyer. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I didn't know no bum ass older cats. And then, and then you know when even when I look back at it too, when we were young and those older cats that were like kicking with us, but they were, they weren't getting it, but they were like thinking they're OGs just because they're older than us, you right? Know? But they were like broke, like those fools were whack. I'm glad yeah. they were around too. Perfect example of what not to be, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those are the first to go too. When you get to when you get older, you go through that filtration process. You know what I mean? Yeah, or like the ones that you know you know you don't really need to be, need around you no more. You know what I mean? <laughs> or choose to have around, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I might have been on motherfuckers' list in that same sense, too. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, well, I don't go around Bogart no more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny how your dad put it, though. You know, the... Uh, the ones that matter, you let them know they matter. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else, they're just decoration. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean, man. That shit's funny. And yeah, <laughs> just extra. De- Why you got all this decorate extra decoration? Right? He would just oh. say that to me in front of like hella people in the studio, but they want to even they want to know everybody's high in there. Yeah, because you get into the studio, you know what I mean? It'd be like three in the morning. You know what I'm saying? This one I had like the house studio too. Uh-huh. Three in the morning, he come in and start smoking. Oh, you guys are loud. I'm like, you can hear us? Like, like hell yeah, to get here. I gotta come in and smoke your weed. You got right all now. this decoration around. <laughs> <laughs> No filter, right? Like, don't don't need to have a filter when you get older. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I guess that is one good thing. Like, you really don't give a fuck anymore when you get a little older. Because, uh, yeah, we'll just tell people how it is now. And, like, you know, if you don't like it, well, guess what? <laughs> it's just how the world we live in. I'll tell you and say we got two words for you because I got several words for you. <laughs> if you don't like that, <laughs> yeah. And of course. If you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Hey, it's so crazy because when you think about it, he used to wear like the little the little baby girl ponytail right here. Yeah, and I mean, and like he has the thong underneath his little spanks and shit. I'm like, this, Billy, Mister Ass too. Yeah. Like that, yeah. was, you know what I mean? Like kids wearing Mister Ass shirts. Like in the '90s was crazy, bro. 
It really was, man. It really was. It could never be duplicated either. Never. Right. <laughs> and what up, Stevie? Dynasty Live Fantasy in the house said, yeah, yo, right. happy born day. Uh, Huss, he said, what's good? Bogey, what's up, everyone in the chat? What up, Stevie? The last time Stevie was on with us, I don't remember that stream. And <laughs> there were some borderline discussions that, that Bogard was having with the world, apparently. <laughs> so we had to take that one down. But for the most part, it was a hell of an episode. <laughs> Shout out to Stevie. <laughs> Uh, Marco said, when you're over 40 and you wake up with no pain, then you know you're dead. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, bro, I, I, that was crazy because I didn't even remember that night, bro. Well, we were drinking vodka. We were having champ talk, bro. Hell, yeah. We streamed all day, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we streamed all day. All we did. I think I don't even think we – oh, yeah, we did stop, and then, then we did the night. See, because yeah. then I don't remember that part. <laughs> you already blacked out by then. Yeah, like I jumped in like an Uber, got another bottle, came back. You know, it was just cru cruise control, Luigi. Just fucking. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, I don't remember shit for that night. Nice. Tino said, rookie of the year, 1985. I like it, bro. I like it. I'm 86. Nice. And Crispy said, a bunch of pups. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm 84. So, you know what I mean? Everybody respect your elders, okay? Yeah. <laughs> 85 and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Peacock said, I just want to smoke and watch anime after work, but I have a bunch of grown-up shit to do. <laughs> that does sound like grown-up shit to do, watching anime and smoking weed. <laughs> you know, um, damn, I hate grown-up shit. Trying to do some, I have to do some grown up shit right now. I'm trying to file for this fucking, you know, what I'm saying for the uh, for the other property that we have for rent. Uh huh. Like, all kind of shit we could write off. You feel me? Yeah. All the shit we have to do, and 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 then like, um, you know, what I'm saying, uh, uh San Sacramento, you have to, uh, you have to, if you're the owner, you have to pay water. You know what I mean? For the yeah. tenant. Yeah. So you know, my mom lives there, so she pays for it. But it's like, you know what I mean? The water's in our name, so it's like, you know, what I mean, we we have we need all the fucking. All the uh, all the mail, you know what I mean? We gotta file all this shit. Oh, pretty yeah. sure nowadays I can get it online though. Right. But, Probably. Know, There's gotta yeah. be a way. There's gotta be a way. There's gotta be a way. And uh there we go. Dennis said 1979 here, bro. There we get it. Let's go, Dennis. There we go. This is oh. 40s. And Crispy said you're too damn young to have back pain. Man, everyone can have back pain if you don't like uh, if you never like, bro, when I was out. young, I used to try to fuck like, like, bro, I, I don't give a fuck, bro. If I wasn't tall enough to ride that ride, I'll take down a six foot woman, bro. I didn't try to do all these kind of, uh, you know, I threw my back out a couple times, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was doing that move. He's like, did you see me when I did the Dougie? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was hitting the Dougie on him. Uh oh, you Marty said, I mean? what's Ricky's intro music gonna be? Huh? Let's see. Yeah, what 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 Shit. should Ricky get? I mean, the class you can hit the classic Rick James. I feel like that's like people of that elk. Yeah, you know what I mean. Come <laughs> in with the with the Rick James Mary Jane. Hell yeah, super classic. All right, let's get down to some of this news real quick, and let's start it off <laughs> with uh, man. Just I, I hate seeing like T Law Limited in practice. Like even though it is a Thursday, like I know you might as well like you know try to rest him as much as possible. I just wish we didn't have to read it. I, I wish I didn't have to read it because I want T Law to move on, but I don't know. Is it because he's a Libra? Is it? 
hustler dude it's it's uh <laughs> i've never seen someone so mortified before he's like oh my god g-law he's a libra <sighs> i used to think differently of you t-law and uh it all changed in one fell swoop oh, i don't know if i can fuck with t-law anymore eminem was at eminem's libra yeah but we're just talking about he specific. just falls right off the rocker hop oh, we're right back yeah, to rehab because it's not libras if you're a Le if you're a libra and you play tight end like yeah you're all good in the hood you know but at quarterback though like uh, i don't know i don't know and see Derek, you say you know what i gotta say about t-law <laughs> <laughs> he hates him. You know what? This is what I think. He's been he's been questionable ever since he got that toe injury. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's been limited practice and going out there and like, you know, quote unquote handling business. See, that's the thing though, is since he acquired that toe injury, he ain't never really had those blow-up games. You know what I mean? But then again, too, he had played the Jets, right? That was that first game, and it was a short week. Right. Um, um help me out here. Oh, oh, then he plays the um plays the plays the Titans. You know what I mean? I like Tina said I like how we evaluate players on their birth sign. All that's due to Ricky Williams, you know, and everything that he does for astrology. And uh so hold on, let me grab something. This is my it's my daughter. Okay. So me and him had uh me and him had a little bit of uh, you know, a little project going where we were like I, I created a whole big sheet of like uh the top ten, the top ten players at each position, like the top ten finishing fantasy players per position over the last 10 years. So I don't have the eleventh year. I, I haven't added that on there yet. But as far as like QBs go, the uh the cancers, the Aries, and the Libras. And the Scorpios were kind of like the worst out of everybody. So those are just four signs that I really try to avoid because Dennis said, what's up with the Libra sign? So when it comes to the QB, that's just one that we kind of, uh, that I'm going to be kind of avoiding. Um, I really am. I really am. It may not always work, you know, because there may be some exceptions to the rule, but yeah. And uh, Tino said, where does Sagittarius is ranked? In the QB department, they rank uh, second over the last 10 years. And uh, it, heavily because of Aaron Rodgers and because of Russell Wilson. Uh, but right behind the Leos, who are the top sign for QBs, and then right above the Capricorns, which are the the uh, top three in, uh, in QB point scoring. And Tino said, I played outside linebacker in high school. So let's see. Ooh, man, it's crazy. See? Um, so for... For uh, the linebackers, Sagittarius is actually the least amount of uh, it, it's the the least amount of top ten finishes in the last ten years. It's like flipped. Uh, cancer is the top, and uh, yeah, it's crazy how it's almost like completely switched around for the linebackers compared to like the QBs. But yeah, Sagittarius is like at the bottom. Yeah, and Juggernaut said, so let's go. Sagittarius, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it. And Brent, he said, I finally, hey, man, I got a dynasty question. Uh, you able to answer it for me? Shoot it in there, bro. And don't forget, guys, we got a lot of giveaways or a lot of raffle items that we're going to be doing today. Let me, uh, let me see here. Hold on. I totally forgot. I was supposed to pull these out before the show, but we'll do it now. But we got, 
hold on. Where are they? Where is everything? All the beanies and everything. All right. We got a couple things here. You know which side is which? I remember what I told you. Yeah. They're all like a gram. Okay. All right. Got my mushroom chocolates. We're all good in the hood for the birthday celebration. So I'm going to tell you where to follow Heisman and everything. And thanks, Trip. Thanks, bro. And, uh,. And Marco said, I don't believe in Zodiac signs. <laughs> we Geminis are very skeptical. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So, <clears throat> some of the raffle items. We got the Heisman with the poof ball beanie. You got the Heisman beanie that you always see Bogard rocking. Yeah. We got the Heisman socks. And they come... In black and in white. Also got the Ricky golf towel. The Heisman golf towel. It's got the little Ricky signature in there. And then we got some keychains as well that we'll throw in with everybody's. And uh, the Heisman Pelican cases. Got a bunch of those. So get in your, get in your YouTube Super Chats. And also, you guys ready for this? I set up a way. Where you guys can super chat me directly and what you're gonna do is you're gonna go to hustler super chat dot, or no 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 sorry 420 super chat.com then you can leave a super chat there uh, in increments of five dollars and that'll go towards the raffles that we're always doing so make sure go get some in there right meow and uh We'll see how that works out. But yeah, hustler super chat dot or 420 super chat.com. 420 super chat.com. All the super chats will get you entries into the raffle that we're doing today. It's gonna be a bunch of winners. It's not just gonna be one, there's gonna be a bunch of winners. So just make sure you uh you get those super chats in. Yeah, and Antonio just threw in a $69 super chat. 69, dudes. There we go. That's going to be a shitload of entries right there for my man Antonio. You the man. Thanks for showing love as always, Antonio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line. 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Get these in. Make sure don't miss any. You the man, Antonio. You the man. All right. Appreciate you, Antonio. This bowl is for you, my friend. This bowl is for you. All right. And I appreciate if people could go show love on Instagram with that reel that I shared over there. Uh, Share it to all social, uh, share it on Instagram, you know, whatever, post it to a story, all that stuff. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And all right, here goes Brent's question. I'm in a 12-team dynasty. I have Mahomes already, but the guy who has Kyler also has Fields, and I like him a lot. Uh, if I could get Kyler for a good price, should I go get him? Um, well, I, I'm gonna say yeah. I mean, it's a dynasty league. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be trading away a bunch for Kyler because he's probably not even gonna be playing next year, and he's really a backup for your team, anyways, if you're just playing a single QB. Uh, dynasty hopefully it's a super flex if it's a super flex i like it even more and go get it and go get it and tino said i never had a chance nah man it's not in your dna bro it, it might not be in all the sagittarius's dna but uh i'll tell you though for the the sagittarius like um i mean for qbs could have had it there uh sagittarius is the top rb uh is the is the the most uh at chase yep ricky's coming on uh, supposed to be on around two ish. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what time the wizard, uh, shows up today. And, uh, but Tino, yeah, Sagittarius top of the running back charts, uh, 19 finishes, in, uh, in the top 10 in the last 10 years. That's the most for any sign, um, little bit upper middle of the road, um, upper middle of the road for, uh, for wide receivers, nine finishes, in the nine finishes inside the top 10, that's one, two, three, four, fifth highest out of everybody. Um, kind of middle of the road, middle of the pack for tight ends. Jimmy Graham is the one who brought up the, the Sagittarius numbers for the tight ends. Besides that, not really too much going on over there. Bottom of the barrel for the uh, for the uh, linebackers. Bottom of the barrel for the D linemen. Um, above middle of the road for the DBs. So yeah, man, you could have been a wide receiver. You could have been, uh, um, you could have been a wide receiver, running back, or like a DB. Like those were the areas that you would have had to, uh, that you would have had to get into to shine. All right, and uh, and Brent, he said no super flex, but I know another guy who would trade me more for Kyler. I well, I mean, if you're just tra- getting pieces just to trade because you know they hold value, you know, in your league, like yeah, go for it. I mean, that's. You know, I, I was just talking about you picking him up as if you're going to play him because I don't know the guys in your league and who will like you get Kyler and then you could sell him more for then you got him. You know, like always try to do that if you can. 
My bad. Did did y'all hear the blower hello loud? No, nah, you were behind the scenes. Okay, cool. because no, my pops, right? He's like, oh, let's smoke. I'm like, oh, come on, I'm like, come on, come on the show. Let's just, I mean, I'm gonna introduce you. No, 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 no. <laughs> smoking on the side, right? And then he's looking, look at this, so much. You know what? And then he pops out the trunk, has a blower. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, look, you're always leaving a mess. Like, I'm like this fool been here for like two minutes. Just get your already, shit together. Already get this year, right? Back to, being a, back to being the little kid. Oh, never clean your room. He's just, <laughs> they're calling you Jay every time. Come yeah, on. Jay, look at this Jay. So messy. Everywhere. Leaves everywhere. You know there's a storm. He says, you know, I'm like, what, what am I? What am I gonna do, Dad? The leaves just blowing all in my shit. You know, I mean, yeah, I sweep it out here and there, but you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm the type. I'm like, the leaves ain't killing me. You know what I mean? <laughs> That shit is funny. That blower was legit, though. <laughs> I let my fucker pop the blower out the truck like it was the strapola. You know what I mean? It like, like it was nothing. It was like it was the heat thing. Hold on. Yeah. When when your pops talks about going to the trunk, yeah, he's coming out with some different type of heat. Right. <laughs> he does, man. Oh, man. And then I, I told everyone uh, the way that you can uh, leave a super chat now. I mean, if you have Apple, just shoot it to me the way you always do. But YouTube is a way. But also now you can go to 420superchat.com and you can leave increments of five over there. And uh, all those are going to wh whatever you throw is going to go towards the entries towards all the Heisman giveaways that we're doing today. You feel me? Hell yeah. I'll fucking go. <laughs> and Derek said, I feel you, bogey. Fuck them leaves. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it's just like especially because it was like so look at this check this out it was storming as fuck you know what I mean oh Tino yeah Trip was asking about this about uh, yeah how bad it was storming and all that yeah, shit yeah Tino can attest to it you know what I mean it was just bad everywhere right like super bad you know especially for, for our uh, standards you know what I mean yeah like, even for like Seattle standards you know what I mean <laughs> but like it was just going bro and then today it's just perfect because tomorrow there's another one coming, you know what I mean? And that shit's going to go through, like, the weekend. So we're at, like, 90% showers in the Niner game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Run, take the under. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn, yeah. That's going to be uh, gonna be some bullshit. Going to be some bullshit. Yeah. But so. these are, like, storms, like, one after another. Just right. Just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But, but today, and I thought that was tight because it's my son's birthday and your birthday, you know what I mean? But it's like, you know what I mean? And and Hus, what, what was I doing the other morning when it was, well, it was it was fucking thundering and raining? I was out there running that shit. <laughs> it's fucking crazy when you hear that thunder. Well, first you see the lightning, so you know it's coming. Oh, shit, here it comes, right? And that rumbling, and you're outside, and you just feel it. It's like, it's crazy, because that's like Mother Nature's, in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and I forgot. You know how minuscule we are. For sure. Humbling. And I forgot. Should we play those videos that you sent me? I totally oh yeah, forgot. we got some birth we got some birthday uh, videos, man. Check us out, friends. You know we we had some, uh, you know, we, uh, via satellite. You know what I mean? Let's see. Oh, and I got my um, and I got my mushroom chocolate here ready to go. We're about Let's to go. About to get fucked up. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a micro this little something. You know what I mean? Why not? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go small with this one because it's like an eighth, maybe or more in this whole bar. So I think like this could be like my entire like rest of the night, you there know, just you like, little pieces here and there, and just space it out over the night. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's funny because I'm taking up, uh, I'm taking the little man to a, 
I, I don't know. We, we I think we were taking to one of them little slide jumpy things. You know what I mean? Oh, you got to, man. Yeah, whatever, whatever the fuck, whatever, whatever the fuck that my girl was talking about. But yeah, we're taking on one of them joints. Right. Shit's about to go crazy. Dang it. All right. Here we go. This is Spencer the Guru. Yo, what's good, y'all? Guru Nation 420 crew, what it do? Just wanted to give a quick birthday shout out to my guy Alex, the fantasy football hustler, the most notorious man in the fantasy football industry. Happy birthday, bro. Enjoy your day, man. We just getting started. You the man, Spencer. You the man. Yeah. From the Bay to Vegas out to NOLA. It's like a motherfucking... It's like a constellation, B. <laughs> All right. We got that from, man, our man Antonio420. Been showing me love forever. Appreciate you, homie. Let's see. Happy birthday to the man, the myth, the legend, Hustle. Yeah. Antonio. Birthday twin. You know what I'm saying? We connect the dots like constellations. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. And then, of course, Cannabis Guardian Angel showing up. What up, what up? Cannabis Guardian Angel in the house. Checking out these plants and smoking on this birthday joint with you, Hus. Wishing you a very happy birthday. May all your dreams and all your wishes come true, player. Keep hustling. 420 crew for life. Peace. F -f 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 for life. Oh, life. <laughs> you guys are awesome. And fucking, uh, man, Hess. This has been so cool knowing Hess for like shit. It's been like, I think this is like going on like year three, four, three? No, year four of knowing Hess. Because this is going to be going into our fourth season here now. And uh, it's so funny because, like, I've been around a lot of people, and I've been around a lot of people who fucking bullshit and tell stories and, like, <laughs> you know, just everything out there. And, like, man, like, even, like, when Hess, like, first, like, you know, first, first meet him, he's in the chat, you know, just like everybody else asking questions and shit. And, um, and then I got like really sick and he's like, bro, you can't be hitting the bong like that. You gotta be like dabbing or vaping or something. He's <coughs> like, you're like doing edibles. He's like, I'm gonna send you some shit. And I was like, okay, for sure. And he sends me like, you know, one of, um, one of these stashed like rigging one, you know, one of these back in the day and, and a magical butter machine. And like, like, what the fuck? Like, this is fucking crazy. And then, uh, and then I go look, and the rigging one is like three hundred dollars. Like, so I'm like, oh shit! Like, what? And um, and uh, then he tells me, he's like, man, I work with uh, um, work with people in the cannabis industry and uh, a lot of different companies. And he's like, watch, man. He was like, we're gonna get somebody dope for your show. Like one of these days, it's gonna be like a dope ass celebrity with like a cannabis brand, and they're really gonna like feel the vibes of like you know like you're really doing a weed show on YouTube and like mixing it with sports. And he was like, all these sports, these athletes who are like getting into cannabis, like I know we're gonna find someone fucking dope. And um, <laughs> then it ends up being um, Ricky Williams. I mean, throughout like all of this, and that's what's mm -hmm. so fucking crazy. <laughs> fucking and awesome. what's cool too is like. Because of the other behind the scenes stuff, like that he was about to like 
you know, go in to partner with with Ricky and, and Heisman and you know what I mean? I mean, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know what I'm saying? It's just dope. Cause then, then you know, all the behind the scenes stuff, then it's just all like coming together, like, you know, and, and being knowing Hanson, like, you know, he won't he, he won't tell us exactly like, like listen, it's not efficient, but you know, and then you know, yada yada, yeah, right. <laughs> then when that shit like remember the Takao shit, he said that shit like fucking a minute ago. Yeah. He was like, he was like, yep, I think we might be getting Method Man shit. Cause yeah, because even like when he when he first hooked up hooked me up with like ricky and the heisman crew and all that i mean man that's like early state like when ricky first came on the show they hadn't even dropped heisman in stores or anything yet it was just merch they didn't even have the the tree like available that's for right and they had like the brady wearing the jersey and the you know or holding the jersey that was, that was the next that was the next year like that he came like oh that was, that was the next year already that was like, that was oh, like after shit. the super bowl i'm pretty sure Okay. So the first one he came on, it was like October of uh, 2021. Yeah, 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about a year and a half ago. That's right. Then he came on after the Rams won that thing. Yeah. And then he came on another time a couple months after that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then we did the Monday night watch party with him, and that was fucking super dope. And, uh, and Ricky's repping the IDP life because uh, – all football players, you know, matter, not just the offense. Mm-hmm. Bro, I've been campaigning so hard to get punters in it, bro. <laughs> Fuck that. They don't matter. Kickers don't <laughs> fucking matter. I'm like, well, all you motherfuckers, I like kickers because I hate them. You know what? Well, what about the punters then? The punters in there. Oh, no, oh, now you don't want punters. Oh, but you want kickers. And I you talk about – And uh, one, one thing that's kind of crazy is, like, you know, um, with IDP – I guess one of the reasons why it's so easy to find IDP players is because we get to pick from the crop of the 11 starters that are out there. I brought this up. Um, I brought this up a couple days ago with Hess and was telling Bogard, like it was a crazy mushroom epiphany. Yeah, like so that's why it seems one. like there's so many players to go around compared to offense where we're only picking from seven or no, seven, no, six, six out of the 11. And like, starters. you better hope those guys are fantasy viable. Right. You know what I mean? That are even like start worthy or whatnot. Like, like, you know, you think of Baltimore, who do you start there? I don't know. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then you get to like, you know, you get, you get to like the Bengals and it's like, you might be like looking at, you know, uh, Ir- uh, Irwin as a motherfucking like a WR5 on a week. You know what I mean? Like, because they got so many options that like, you could roll a dice on some of them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it should be like, yeah. But then, but then again, yeah, bro, all 11, like, on defense. Like, how many times did a fucking uh, uh, a Browns middle linebacker go down and just that next guy, you just plug him right in fantasy? I mean, shit, we saw three, three times just this year. Just this year. You know what I mean? It's just like. And you can like go all the happened. way back. You can go all the way back to when I first started getting in, like, heavy IDP. It's like 2000 and seven or eight and dequel jackson for the browns middle linebacker like as a real throwback for that ass like he was the guy who like first put me on to like the middle linebackers in cleveland because it literally the trend just kept continuing mm-hmm. after he left yeah could be just like in office they just they, they they draft that position well and then they were like you know what that's why in the movie they drafted vante you know what i mean yeah all right, just because we're in mid mid season form and 
mid-game form. Might as well get over and switch it up to the halftime here. Let's see what this is all about. We got that uh, that Eli Bananing. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> That's one of their more clever names. Yeah. I like it. And that was that was funny. That was one of the things that Ricky was super excited to talk about too. How they have fun with like the names of the strains because he was like, we have the pre-game and post-game and you know all that, but uh, we have fun with the names of the strains too. And it's always you know it's always something on brand with the genetics, but um, it was uh, just funny. Like he likes, he definitely got gets a kick out of uh, getting to name them. And uh, Hess said, "How was the Skittles worth?" Okay, let me pull it back out here because, yeah, if I'm going to be a sommelier, I better be getting my sommelier in on over here. So let me see. So, He's a sommelier, man. <laughs> Let's go. So I like the Skittles worth. I mean, it was more – it wasn't super gassy. It was like – and this isn't really the best nug, but um, I, I was pulling off of this one. So it's got some orangish hairs in there, uh, you know, the, the rich greenery. It's uh, it's definitely more of like fruity, kind of citrusy versus like gassy, <laughs> but uh, hit hit real smooth, hit real smooth, and um, got the instant uh, instant head rush, you know, from it as well. So, so it's a little sativa. Yeah, that's what you want on a sativa. You want you want to get that instant like head rush. Excuse uh, And yeah, and has said not gassy at all. Yeah, not at all. It. Uh, and uh, yeah, he said it's got to be more of a citrus chill. Yep, exactly. It's a real smooth. And uh, you kind of, I mean, you, the sativas, you want a sativa to smack you in the face a little bit. Just feel like it is kind of like that headband, you know, ish feeling. Um, and that, and that's kind of what I got from that one. Hey, man, you know, a good, a good sativa, bro. I just started solving equations, bro. I just, I'll get to the whiteboard, bro. Just fucking equations, bro. And uh, Ricky just shot me a text, and he said, "I'll be right there." So he will—he'll uh, be in shortly. Be in shortly. I'm telling you, man, that good sativa. Oh, and there we go. Right as uh, right as I say that, right as I saw it, because I saw the text a few a uh, few minutes ago. But here he is. Ricky Williams is in the house. 420 crew, let's show some love. Hey, what up, Ricky? I'm great. What's going on? What up, Ricky? What up? How you doing, Smoking, smoking on some of the uh, the Eli bananing right oh. now because we're we're in mid game, mid season form right now. So where'd you we, get that uh, from? Uh, they, they sent it over. Oh. Lane sent Lane sent it over. Made sure we had some flavors for yeah. the show for the big yeah. smoke sesh. Oh, yeah. And so uh, I'm trying to be a, a weed sommelier over here. So I'm kind <laughs> of uh, expl- explained how that was and. Yeah. Uh, I, I um uh, I just smoked the Skittles worth and uh, super citrusy, yeah. A little smack in the face, you know, like we want sativas to do. Yeah. And, uh, set the mood off right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's nice and fruity. That's probably it's probably my favorite of the the first the first cultivars that we released. Nice. You know, even even the I came up with the name because it was a it's a it's a Jesus OG <laughs> and a watermelon Skittles cross and. Okay. And everyone was like, oh, "We're stuck, you know. We, we're having difficult difficulty coming up with a name. And maybe it's my age, you know. I, he got game. Yeah, he got like, game. Oh yeah, you know. And I was like, oh, Jesus Skittlesworth. And then, and my wife was like, "What's that?" I was like, oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so until so we we watched it, you know. And there's a there's a scene like early in the movie where he comes to his uncle's house and he has a present for his. Um, 
for his for his sister. And it's a bag of Skittles. And I was like, okay, this is this is meant to be. It's yeah. To be. Yeah. <laughs> the universe. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so how's everything been with you, Ricky? How's uh how's the Heisman life? It's great. You know, we're hustling. I think we just did we just killed it this past month, December in, in Pennsylvania. So it's exciting, you know, because we go into a new market and we're not exactly sure how it's gonna go, but it's you know, blowing our expectations out of the water. Pun intended. So it's yeah. <laughs> and I know we had uh, a few people who they live in uh was it Massachusetts? where'd you go before? Were you you were in Massachusetts recently, Massachusetts, right? Like, yeah. yeah, there's a couple people yeah. who said they yeah, they went over there, were able to grab some of the Heisman yeah. and uh yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a world a world tour. You know, I'm going oh, up yeah. to, going up to, to Seattle tomorrow. Um, it's nice, you know, we're in, we're about to go into Arizona before the Super Bowl. And so it's, it's nice spreading, you know, spreading our wings and being able to visit these different markets and get to know, get to know who, who's sparking greatness around this country. Hell right. yeah. Hell yeah. And shout out to our man, Derek, who's in uh, New Jersey. Um, he, he keeps saying, we got to get it in New Jersey. He's waiting for it. We're coming. <laughs> yeah, he said they got like the weed mall out there. <laughs> He's like, it's like a weed mall, but they, they don't got the Heisman. Like, oh, we'll make the phone call. Yeah, you know I mean? I'll tell you though, like, like traveling this way intentionally and getting to see what what's going on in each of the different markets and how and how people like interact with cannabis. It's it's mind blowing, you know, because it's like you go to different teams and different fans have different traditions. It's kind of the same thing in the in the cannabis world. People have different different modes of consumption, you know, different, different ideas, different tastes and cultivars. It's, yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, growing up in Cali, I mean, it's crazy. Cause like, you know, I mean, this just seems like the lifestyle Californians were living for like forever. Mm -hmm. So what, what do you think? Like some of these new places, you know, like Boston, Pennsylvania, like what's the reaction out there now that weed's like completely legal out there. You remember that scene in um, Half-Baked? Where he where he goes in and he realizes like all the weed that's there and he's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's like that. It's kind of like it feels kind of like that. But I'm awesome. kind of joking. But it's, it's it's what you were saying. Like growing up in San Diego and just being around it all the time. You know, it just was part of it. It's just part of the lifestyle. But yeah, in, place, yeah. in other in these other markets where it's been highly <laughs> illegal and there really hasn't been that culture, it's it's new and. It's, it's not as mature and advanced, but because it's new, it, it's bringing new perspectives and new ideas and different kinds of people into the mix. You know, and I think that's that's what I'm most excited about of the future of cannabis is, you know, it was such a small group of us for a long time. And as that group yeah. gets larger and larger, you get more diversity, you know, more yeah. more different opinions, different perspectives. Yeah. And I really think, especially here, 420 crew, I mean, that's our community here. I feel like it's one of the most diverse like communities around because like all races, all religions, I mean, multiple countries that were spread across. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome. Species. <laughs> I'm telling you at the end of the, that's funny. At the end of the day though, it's real because I tell people, you know, cannabis did way more for me than football did in and, you know, there's more cannabis fans in the world than there are American football fans. So. Yeah, for sure. Especially now that they don't have to be, everyone doesn't have to hide it. You exactly. know, I mean, now, now we're finally getting open out there. Well, yeah. at least everywhere else. Yeah. Finally made it to the playoffs. Like, this is this is my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite time of year. Yeah. Favorite time yeah. of year. 
And Marco, our man, uh, Mar we call him, yeah, he's Marco from the future because he's yeah, in Germany. Because he's in Germany. <laughs> so he's ahead of us here. And he says, happy birthday. And he says, who will win this weekend and who will win the Super Bowl? Why, why don't we start there? You got you got any thoughts on uh, who's your favorite to win, Ricky? The Super Bowl? The go yeah. all the way? Yeah. Mm, so be because I grew up in San Diego, I have to give my hometown pick the Chargers. I think they've been, they've been really hot. You know, playing well towards the end of the season, but um, but aside from my hometown pick, uh, I live in LA now, so they're still kind of my home team. I really like the Bengals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know why I love the Bing the Bengals? Because they're led by a Sagittarius, Mighty <laughs> Joe Young. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Shout out to my guy, Mighty Joe Young, bro. Yeah, take your shot. Oh yeah. Big, yes. I'm going to be on, uh, and even though ever since the Chargers left San Diego, I, I've I've cut the alliance from them because uh, San Diego and L.A., you know, I mean, that, that might as well be New York and Boston. You know, like, I mean, it's usually not uh, cheering for the other teams uh, over there. I'm going to put, and the Chargers have been, they, they've been slacking, man. Like, <laughs> leave it up to them to <laughs> lose a winning, uh, a meaningless game like that and just, like, totally look like you're you're going to be a one and, and get some of their players injured in the process. Yeah, Mike like, Williams getting hurt. Like, that was all bad. <laughs> I, I think uh, I, I'm going to put it on Mahomes. Uh, I, I really think just the, the, their defense, I mean, it's I think it's better than when they actually won the Super Bowl and they were kind of like, maybe one of the worst defenses to ever like win a Super Bowl. Their offense was just so polarizing. Andy Reid's got him clicking. People are getting healthy. I'm nervous about Kadarius Tony because he seems like he just he, – he hurts people around him somehow. But <laughs> outside of that, I, th I think it's going to be Mahomes leading him to victory. You know, he, uh, you know I, I thought about the Chiefs, but, you know, what I've noticed in, in playoff football, okay, is that, the, you know, you got time to prepare and you got all this game film. And if you don't have like dogs, I don't mean one. You can't do it with just one one star player. You gotta have dogs. You know? Yeah. And I and I just think KC defense looks good. They got Mahomes, but I don't see on offense. They don't have dogs. Like the the game they lost to the to the to Tom Brady and the Bucks, right? Yeah. You can see he, Mahomes played his ass off. Played his ass off, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. That was yeah. it's crazy because that game, I mean, IDP life, you know, uh, Levante David, he covered Travis Kelsey for 100% of that game. Like he wanted that challenge. And it, it, I said that he should have been the MVP because if he's not covering Kelsey that whole time, like he, Kelsey gets more than two catches or whatever he had. But yeah, yeah we're going to, we're going to see. We're going to see. What I about this think, weekend? I also think the Bucks are going to be dangerous. You know, I'm I'm picking the Bucks. I'm picking the Bucks over the Cowboys for sure. I think the Bucks get past. Like you. We got a lot of Cowboy fans in the chat too, and they they yeah. didn't want to see Tom Brady in the first round. Yeah, I, I understand why. I understand why. You know, like you let you let Tom Brady. The Cowboys in play scared. Yeah, exactly. That's the game I'm probably most look most looking forward to. Um, then I got the Vikings. Right? You know, I already talked about my Chargers. You uh, love the 49ers defense. You know, I saw. Yeah, they, let's go, they, bang bang. Did to my Dolphins. Um, can't, um, I hate to do this, but I think the Bills. I think the Bills are going to get the fins. You know, I, I already told you what I think about the Bengals. Yeah. It's crazy. What What do you think about the whole with, with everything happening with Tua? Um, I mean, that's uh, NFL is going to be. I mean, they already have been changing with the concussions, but all this Tua happening in prime time, it seems like everything's like going to 
start changing a lot more. You know, here's what I said this on Levitard. I was talking to Dan Levitard earlier this year, and I felt bad after I said it because he, he started killing it when he came back. But I said, football's not for everyone. You know? And, yeah. and, and two has shown, and, and I'm not doing what everyone else does and say he's injury prone. That's not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying maybe football, maybe NFL football is not for everyone. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a rough game. And if you can't take that pounding, you know, and he's a wee little man for, for, for football standards, right? You know what I mean? I mean, if, if you have the best, if you have the best offensive line, he gets, he gets rid matter. of the ball quick, but it, but it only one hit as we see, you know, it only yeah. takes one hit yeah. and you I can't be playing, you can't play scared. I mean, you can't go into the, you can't go into a game thinking, you know, we have a, a, a quarterback that if he gets hit, he's out of the game. He's a great player. He's, he's intelligent. Yeah. He's smart. He's electric. But the reality is that football, this game is not for everyone. Let me ask you some, because um, like you said, uh, you, know, you don't play scared, right? You know, like, I like that you said that because it it was, it, it kind of goes along the lines of what I wanted to ask you. Like, you know, in, so in the week 18 with the Chargers, it was a meaningless game, but they played their starters all the way into like the third quarter. So is that like, so what do you think is going on on that sideline? Is like, do the players just want to keep playing, like staying rep? Because then one of their players ended up getting hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is that like, is that a coaching call? Like, is it a philosophical thing? Like, what, what, what do you think is the reason why he let them play that deep when it was like a blowout and it was like a meaningless game to begin with? Inexperience. Inexperience. Okay. Right? So, so I was, I was at um, last year. Was it last year? I think mean, it was earlier this year. I was at a, I was at the opening, the first game of the season, the Rams game. And um, Mookie Betts was in the was in the suite with me, and also the one of the owners of the Dodgers. You know, and at this point, the Dodgers had already clinched; they're in the playoffs, and they were having this discussion about how much to play the guys towards the end of the year. You know, we, we wanted to be fresh for the playoffs, and the owner's perspective was was we want to rest it, we want the guys fresh. Mookie was like, "Hell no, we want to, we need to play so we're not cold and we we keep that rhythm going." Yeah. And so I think the biggest thing with the Chargers is inexperience. And it is a philosophical thing. But as a coach, as a player, it takes multiple experiences in order to build up your philosophy. And so this is hopefully uh, right, uh, learning the hard way. It's a mistake, but they're going to learn from it. Because uh, you get to the end of the season and you have to find that balance between how, how much do my guys need to be to stay sharp? How much do they need to play to stay sharp? Right. And how much rest do they need to still be sharp and be ready for, for the for the playoffs? And I think, you know, I had a, a mentor and he said, if you walk the fence, you're not quite sure you always get impaled. So it, you just got to make a choice. And I think they just weren't they weren't quite sure. I want to keep saying about the Chargers. They just I love that choice of words real quick. My bad. Catch you out. He said, you know, get impaled. Very, <laughs> I like descriptive things. And that, you know what I mean? That's uh, right through them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I guess with the Chargers specifically for me, they just always figure out a way to charger it up. It's been this way my entire <laughs> life, and I, I wish they would fix it, but it's, it's, always at the, it's always at the end of the season, too, always. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Mike Williams, I mean, that's such a big blow if he can't play. And even if he can play, he's not going to be at 100%, but everyone wants to play in the playoffs. We know that. And look at Dennis. I don't know if we can get a Skull Vikings from Ricky, but uh, he said, yo, Hustler, can I get Ricky to give me a Skull Vikings? Skull! I wish I had a Skull to drink from. Then we'd be good. <laughs> what do you think about the Vikings? I mean, they're, they're kind of their defense has kind of been suspect, even though, like, for fantasy, like, they're actually amazing. But 
It seems like some teams, like, I don't know, like Justin Jefferson, I really think he needs to hit the weights or something because he gets bullied by some of these top corners. It it happens. I mean, I think especially, you know, when I played in Miami, we had two corners and they were really good at putting their hands on and bullying young receivers, you know, and and the – and the quarterback would get so frustrated when teams would just play us man because our receivers wouldn't be able to get open. And so part of part of growing in this league is you have to realize when you have a big year that all the other teams are going to be gunning for you and you have to keep up in your game and maybe part of up in his game for next year, you know, working on the release and getting in the weight room. Yeah. Cause man, it's crazy. He got blanked in like three of the games and it, I mean, Darius Slay, Jeff Okuda, I forget who the last, uh, Jair Alexander. So, I mean, we are talking, you know, some of the real dogs at the uh, cornerback position and they held them down. But this is, this is what I was saying earlier about at the end of the year, right? You got all the film and you hear people say it's about the NFL. It's the copycat league. If, If a team shuts you down, you better bet all the teams you're playing later that year are watching that film and they're going to try to do exactly what that team did to shut you down. What's crazy, though, is Darius Slay shut him down in week two. Jeff Okuda shut him down in week three. It took all the way until Green Bay playing him week 17 before someone really blanked him again. So I'm surprised. And we even broke it down. We I showed the whole video. Someone put it on YouTube, like every single play. And it was just Okuda, like punking him at the line. Like, I'm surprised more people didn't try to do it. But So here's the, here's the other part of that, right? So a, a, a team, you know, you finish the game on Sunday. The coaches – Sometimes Sunday night, but definitely Monday night, right? After reviewing the previous film, they're already starting to game plan. Yeah. And so when, when coaches are game planning, they get, they have two things. They have to say, what do we do well? Okay. And what has worked against this team? And they have to find a balance. Do we just stick with what we do well? Or do we take on some of the things that this other team does well? And so some teams, they know they can't play man and they can't, they don't trust their defense to put the, yeah. the corners up tight. And so they won't do it, even though it worked in the past. They have to have faith in their system and the way that they yeah. do things. Yeah. Hey, he, want, he wanted to say, what's up to Ricky Williams? Say, what's up, dude? <laughs> it's, his, it's his birthday today. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, makes sense. I mean, not everyone's Jeff Okuda. Not everyone is Darius Slay. Like, that's for sure. Cornerback is just seems. I mean, that's the like seems like that's the toughest position to play out of everywhere. I know everywhere is tough, but you got to run backwards and you got to be faster than this wide receiver, and you got to be able to figure out where the ball is while you're not looking at it, all that kind of stuff. And you got to come up and hit people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to come up yeah. and hit big running backs like like Derek Derek Henry coming coming to the outside. Ooh. Yeah, Derek Henry's a beast. And he got like he got like literal 33-inch arms too. So he just ha, you know. I mean, you also gotta worry about like becoming a highlight reel, but on the exactly. other end of it, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out to Juggernaut. He said, Happy birthday, Huss. And he said, salute to the whole 420 crew. Salute to you, Ricky and Heisman. And he said, fast forward to the off season. What do my bears do with the number one pick? <laughs> oh, I think they should trade it. They have yeah, to, right? Yeah. yeah, I think they should trade it. They, I mean, if do you like if if they love their quarterback, I think they should they should yeah, trade the pick and build. Yesterday on our news show, that they, they did come out with the news saying that they're committed to Fields, or at least they gave that that verbal that we've been waiting for if they were going to keep them. Or what do you think about Fields? So I like him. The one thing that sucks is the Bears not giving him any weapons to throw to. Like, I mean, look at like Lamar Jackson's like similar situation. Well, not similar because coaching and everything's completely different. But you got this guy who can run. 
He can throw the team on his back, but he's got nobody to throw to. Like yeah, that, that's no weapons. And like, you know, like the, he has like his offensive line, you know what I mean? It, it, issues. I mean, he just takes all these hits and, you know, that's really what happened. He got battered and I got hot when they wouldn't let him. He was 60 yards away from getting the record. I mean, like, I know he wanted to get that too. And it was against Detroit, you know, and, and at that point, Detroit was giving a booty on the ground. So <laughs> he would have got that. See, all he needed 61. Man. He uh, you know what I mean? For the record, for the glory. That's yeah. Santino over exaggerating said Fields equals Michael Vick. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, what what do you think about that comparison? Because we heard a lot of that all year. It's too early to say that. I say Maybe Fields is going to be Fields. I say Michael Vick had weapons, right? We can we can say that, but obviously he's you know ex- explosive with his legs. But something about Mike being a lefty, it just was there was something special about Mike. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> too early to say. Oh, yeah. Too early to say. And Hess said Fields is a Pisces. Oh. So, so is that. So is Tua. So is Tua. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so Pisces, Pisces, Pisces have the, like, the big thing about Pisces is their imagination. You know, if I had a quarterback who was a Pisces, I want to say um, there's another quarterback who's a, there's a couple of quarterbacks Her- who are Pisces. Herbert and Roethlisberger are Herbert. the two that make it made it into the top ten over the last ten years. Yes, yes, yes. So with right, I think with a Pisces player, you got to let them use their imagination, right? You got to give them space to improvise and do their and do their thing. You try to put them in a box and too rigid, you know, they're not going to be able to do it. But if you give them space, Pisces will work magic. I, I've seen it with Ben for, firsthand. He, he beat us in Miami one year and he did just. Magic stuff got in the end zone at the as the time ticked away and beat us. You know, Justin Fields definitely has that. He could create. You know what I mean? It's weird because Tua, I don't know. I always said Tua was timid. You know what I mean? Like you just <laughs> he took them hits. Why don't they get him a right play. tackle that can protect him too? If you're gonna have a lefty, you yeah, know, blind side. side. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this a little earlier, and like when you're building a team. Right. You got to say, right, because you only have you have a salary. You don't have so much money to work with. Right. So you got to say, like, what, what are we going to build our team around? Are we going to say we're going to play really tough defense and run the ball? We're going to play bend, don't break defense and get a lot of weapons on offense and air it out. You know, you, you got to pick you got to pick what you're going to do. And then you have to invest and find the right kind of players to fit in that in that system. And you see, I, I saw when I was playing coaches, you know, they'd be missing a couple of players to truly fit their their system, mm-hmm. you know. But when they get those players, it takes off. I think yeah. it's, it's so important, I think, for coaches to be clear on what they want to do and then to attract the kind of talent that can fit into that system. Do you think uh, Tua – who's going to come over to Miami? How about that? Not even if Tua is going to stay. Who do we think is going to be the QB of Miami next year? I don't know. I don't know. But I definitely don't think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be Tua. Yeah. yeah. That, that, it Brady. seems like they're a quarterback away. Give me Brady for the win. Brady, Jimmy G, maybe. I mean, anyone with ties to the old San Francisco. Mm, I, you know, I, I'm not sure. I think Miami needs to just go for like the, the superstar quarterback. Yeah. You know, just go, just take a shot, right? I think ever since Marino has just been pretty good, just above average quarterbacks. Yeah. You know? I think we need to, we need to, we need to do something about that. And what up, Hess? He said TB12 to Miami. And that I like it. We've been talking about that for a little while. And uh yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I like that, that defense idea. is pri- that defense is primed to win. 
And uh, what, what do you, I mean, just, I know what you probably think about their offense, but did you think that they would do I mean, Tyreek? Hell know, no. Hell 1,700 no. yards. Hell like. no. Hell no. They shocked everybody. Yeah. You know, I'd right. say, I mean, I'm a little biased, but I'd say that to me this past year, that was the most fun offense to watch consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Bengals are fun to watch. Bengals are fun to watch. I, you know, I'm a running back, so I appreciate a, a solid run game. You know, and I think just Joe, like he's he's, he's on man. point here. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Mixon, Mr. So, Sir, uh, yeah. Sir Joe Mixon. Sir Joe Mixon oh. He likes touchdowns and he cannot lie. <laughs> yeah, Sir Joe Mixon is the man. And uh, okay, what about uh, all right? The whole yeah, Sir Joe Mixon's from the Bay. He's not far from where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, he's from Antioch. The Demar Hamlin, like discharged from the hospital and everything, we were like on Demar watch like this whole time. Can you think of any time that you ever like? I mean, that was the first time they ever suspended a game. Can you think of any time that was anywhere close to what happened? Mm-mm. I mean, because the NFL doesn't suspend games for. It. I mean, they suspended games for nine eleven, mm-hmm. and they'll might they'll post. I mean, they'll make us go inside when there's lightning. But that's this is the first time I've ever seen a game suspended like that. Like, can you remember any injuries that happened that was like anywhere close to that? I mean, we saw a grown man crying on the side like right away. Like, I mean, I think they were thinking what we were all thinking. Like, is he like legit, like dead? Yeah, it's scary, you know, because I think to to be to play football, you have to kind of put that those ideas like in the back of your mind. Because if you're thinking yeah. about them, like we said, you play scared. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but you put them in the back of your mind it doesn't mean that they can't happen. And when they do happen, they rush really quickly back to up to the front of your mind, and you have to deal you have to deal with it. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a larger majority of players retire after this season than we have in a while, you know, mm. because football is a wonderful game. But as a as a man playing the game, you got this you got important decisions to make, you know, because there's going to be a certain point where the risk is not worth it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and to happen to such a young man, too. And then on, you know, on national uh, with, um, with a national audience, that was a prime you know, time. It's, some we'll, we'll, we'll all never forget because we've all never experienced that. You know what I mean? And, uh, and it wasn't t- even because of a crazy hit. I mean, just the flukiness of the accident, like literally like a millisecond earlier or later, it doesn't happen an inch up or down or any direction. It doesn't happen. Like that's the thing that makes it a little bit crazier. So, you know, to me, it, it brings a, it brings a, like a, a larger question, you know, into the mix. And because it is that when something you realize is a millisecond, you know, different is different to me. It, that's not a coincidence, you know. Right. It's not a coincidence, and I and I, you know, checking our um, tomorrow's Instagram, you know, and it seems like him going through the experience, right? That something like that changes somebody, you know. Yeah. And so when you can zoom out and not be caught up in the football thing, and you realize in the larger scheme of life, like this was a, a powerful moment in his life. Yeah. Right. And this is this is why I love astrology because it can it can give us a, a hint or a clue to be prepared for these kind of powerful moments. And then we're not taken by surprise and even better, we can actually utilize them in positive ways. Did you try, did you try to look up his chart or anything like that to see if I did, I did. There wasn't a, there wasn't a birth time, but, but you know, anytime that there's, there's an accident like that or any kind of violence, always Mars is always involved. And of course, looked at his chart, Mars is always involved. 
crazy. Yeah. Man, uh, but yeah, shout out to him. I mean, they said he's going to be able to be rehabbing with the team right now. And yeah. the only other athlete that we heard about this happening to was uh, NHL Chris Pronger. And he was able to get out there and play. And he played like a thousand more games or something like that. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. I'm, I'm curious, you know, as fans, like how did that affect, how did that affect you guys? I mean, I was shook, you know, like, I mean, he was someone, uh, we talk about this a lot. Like we were telling people about DeMar Hamlin on our show after Micah Hyde got hurt because we cover the defense. So like we were like invested as him as like, you know, fantasy yeah. guys. Like we call these guys, we call them all our children. <laughs> we call yeah. them all our children, the ones that nobody, nobody know who they are. You know, we're bringing yeah. them to That's life. a run on joke on our shows. Like all the, all the players that the young players that people don't know about, we put them on them when we see them prosper. Like, see, look at our kids out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> these are our children right here. And, you know, and then like, it, it was just, it was crazy in primetime seeing that. And, and on the Monday night on, on week seven to close week 17. And um, for context, week 17, that that's the championship week for fantasy. So like, it that would, game meant like everything for like 90% of fantasy football managers is a really important game. Crazy. Like the championship match, you know, a lot of, a lot, a lot of people have, you know, you know, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and, and what's crazy is like after that thing happens with Hamlin's is like you've seen some ugliness out of people like because because of their fantasy league. You know what I mean? Damn. Like, you know, what I mean, like, you know, um, not wanting to split the pot or not, you know, just these little petty little issues. So how did you how did you guys handle that? Did you just take the points when the game ended and said, that's yeah, it? Or much. did you? Yeah. And yeah. we just encouraged, I mean, for the, cause a lot of these leagues has money involved. So yeah. a lot of times and, like, and there's a lot of big money leagues too. Like, you know what I mean? That like that, that, that we're involved in. So it was like, you know what I mean? But you've seen some ugliness, some ugliness out of people. Cause just like, you know, they can't understand like, yo, someone's life is like at stake. You know what I mean? Like it's bigger than fantasy, but you know what I mean? So to say the, to say the least, it was, yeah, it was, uh, and we were, we were streaming was, uh, here on the show. It sends shockwaves. Uh, we were streaming here on the show and then like, you know, Monday night football is pretty much shut down and there's all these people trying to find answers and everything. So I just felt like I was a little bit of that info just mm. kind of given yeah, the Yeah. He stayed on for like six day. hours. Oh, wow. Put yeah. I, in, huh? yeah I, was, I was shrooming on the show like tough and, and I, was, <laughs> I was tripping. I was like, damn, like, do we see him? Do we see Brad just like, you know what I mean? And yeah. then my girl's a nurse, so she, and she's watching upstairs. So she comes out. Oh my god, this is another. The, you know what I mean? Like telling me all the things that it could be, and I'm like, whoa, like poor kid. You know what I mean? Like it was. And how about uh, how about uh, Peyton Hillis as well? Like prayers for him right now. I know they said he's in critical condition. Uh, he saved. Well, he saved like uh, his uh, his kid. His kid, I believe. In yeah, in, what he in the ocean saved his yeah. kid. I think like plural. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so yeah. he's in critical condition right now, also. And uh, I think everything with DeMar is kind of overshadowing, like everything happened with him right now. Man. That happened, like, I want to say the same week. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like days, days after. I think it's a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So prayers out for Peyton Hillis. He's in, he's in the fraternity of mine for sure. So hopefully he uh, makes it through. He's fun to watch. I got to play against him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> how was that? How was that? How, how was he in? Uh, I mean, we only remember him from the one big year in the NFL, but. You know, he was, 
he was impressive, you know, because especially when you see the big fullback, you know, rumbling, rumbling down the field, kind of like Mike, Mike Allstop. But he was Peyton was great because he catched the ball out of the backfield. He was like an H back that could run the ball from the tight end position, you know. Yeah. And again, it's just it's just when you you know a great white hope when you see him come in and like compete. <laughs> I'm being real, okay. It's like it's exciting. <laughs> He's a gym rat. It's like a unicorn. I mean, I call it Christian McCaffrey the unicorn, you know what I mean? Because you ain't never seen the white boy like, like, oh, he's, he's crazy. Like, he does it all. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So he, he's amongst the, uh, yeah, the, the white running back fraternity for sure. Like, definitely in the top 10 yeah. up there. And uh, we, we, should, we, should do, we should do something on that, like the top 10 white running backs. Will, yeah. we get, will we even get to 10? I mean, <laughs> Danny Woodhead. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll we get to 10. Theo we Riddick. Sure. Hold on, was Theo Riddick white? No. No, uh, he was white. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Nah, nah. sure, I bet you there's a list. <laughs> I know there's a list, but I'm curious if we can get to, if we can get well, to was 10. Was Ryan Matthews mixed? Was he white? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, he, he was mixed. He was mixed. Yeah, he was like mixed. Uh, nope, that don't count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, that really right? all starts with, with Peyton Hillis and CMC, and then we got to like. We got Larry Zonka. We got Larry Zonka. Oh, uh, bro. Come on, go. Rex Burkhead. Come on. Oh, yeah, Rex Burkhead. Yeah, sexy Rex. Mar Marco loves Rex Burkhead. It's funny. Marco from the future, he actually called the Rex Burkhead touchdown. Like this year, he was like, trust me, Rex Burkhead is definitely scoring a touchdown today. And it was the super fluky touchdown where, like, someone fumbled it, like, right into the end zone, and he just happened to jump on top of it. But, man. I mean, he called it. it. He's from the future, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, Hess, you're the man. He said uh, it, was, uh, it was cathartic for the 420 crew uh, to be able to process that together for sure. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, that's really what it was, man. People didn't want to be alone. And uh, so I just, I mean, there was more people on that stream, like just like looking for an outlet to ask questions or really just hang out and smoke. And a lot of people who found us, you know, for the first time there, they've been coming back ever since for the smoke sessions. Oh, wow. Cathartic. To oh, Toby, like Ge that. Toby oh, Gearhart. Wow. There it's we the go. Good call, oh, Marty. I bet everyone hated Toby Gearhart when he went to the Vikings. I know Marty's a Vikings fan. That's when he actually did really bad, right? When he was supposed to be the guy. Oh, <laughs> oh bro, what? Zach Zenner? Nah. <laughs> I was saying that jokingly. <laughs> uh, I was like, so what? Uh, I was. I want Ricky. So it's a playoffs. Best time. Of, you said your favorite, one of your favorite times of the year. What? Yeah. Uh, what's a big playoff moment that you could think of? Whether it was when you were playing or not. Mm. I only I only played in three playoff, two playoff games. So I, I didn't have a lot of I didn't have a lot of playoff experience. Let me see. I think the um, the comeback with the miracle was when uh when the was it the Oilers and the and the Bills? Is that the music no, city was, miracle? Tennessee, yeah, Music City Miracle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that that's probably my most memorable playoff moment. I think I was a rookie, or it was after right after my first year, and I was just getting in, and I was like, "Damn, that's a hell of a game!" Insane, insane. <laughs> and uh, John said, "I think I missed my question, but you ready to suit up, Ricky?" Ha ha ha! You know, it's I, funny. It's funny. I I used to I used to think that I was, and then there was a we, we did a celebrity flag football game a couple I'm weeks ago. Ask you about that? <laughs> <laughs> no. I am not ready. <laughs> it was the first time like being back in a, a competitive environment and what my mind wanted to do, my body was like, 
and I'm still recovering. That was about a month. <laughs> Who was was LT playing? I know he was. Uh, no, he was a coach. He was coaching. T.O. Okay. out there. T.O. was out there. T.O. Okay. made some plays. Yeah, T.J. Hushmanzada. He was a, he was the MVP. He killed it. T.J. Um, who's your mama was the MVP. Nice. <laughs> Jordan Carson. Jordan Carson was was their quarterback. Okay. You know, he got a, he's got a laser, and so it was just him and T.J. Yeah. We we couldn't do anything about it. It was a close game. You know what? They actually won on a Hail Mary. TJ, TJ kind of tipped Hail Mary in the end zone to beat us. It's, it was fun, though, because you know, I grew up a big Chargers fan, and even though they're up in L.A. to be wearing Chargers gear and be out there on the field, it was it was special. And that was that was pregame, right? No, it was uh, – we did it on a Monday. So it was, okay. it was right It was right at, the day after their, their game. And a lot of the, the current players were out there. So nice. That was cool. Yeah. Awesome. Is it is there a specific running back that you like right now, like his running style, or just or just someone that you like you enjoy watching for Joe no Mixon. particular reason? Joe Mixon. Oh, he, Joe Mixon. Oh he, yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. bringing it. I mean, even though he went to OU, he, <laughs> you know, when when they're clicking, when they're clicking, you you can't stop an efficient quarterback and a tough running back that's always going to get you at least three. You can't you can't stop that. Who can catch the ball? Is just too many offensive weapons. Yeah. What do you think? What do you, and what do you think of the Chase Higgins and Boyd trio out there, wide receivers? You know, so in the position groups, you know, so when we, we come to work, we start the day and it's a team meeting. So we have the whole team in there. The head coach talks to us. And then usually the defense leaves and goes to the defensive meeting room. The offense stays and we have another meeting. And then we all go into our separate position group rooms and we have another meeting. And so when you see a, a unit like that, a receivers unit, it's – it's real, right? When they're all clicking like that, it's because yeah. they have a certain standard in that room that they all that they all like are challenged by. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Who do you think is uh, well, and not who do you think is better, but who who would you say is uh, more of your favorite wide receiver if you had to pick one of the young ones out of Jefferson and Chase? Jefferson? Ah, no, 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 Chase. Chase. <laughs> Jefferson it, it, until this year, but Chase is killing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that cute and the connection with Burrow, I mean, that's just uh, that 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 could be that little piece that just gives him the edge too. Because when they're they're like in sync, I mean, man, like they, he drops some dimes to him. It's confidence, you know. When you have confidence that you can throw the ball and that your receiver is going to make a play, and you have and the receiver has confidence that the quarterback's going to throw the ball and give you an opportunity to make a play, you can't beat that. Yeah. It was hard when they came out in the white. Uh, it was the white with the the white tiger joint this year. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, right. yeah. yeah, they need to do that more. I, I just made the connection. He went from the he went from the Tigers to the to the to the Bengals. So he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Carried that swag over, yeah, for sure. But a a Bengals is a Tiger, right? Yeah. So he went yeah. from the Tiger to a different to a yeah, they, yeah, because they they had like the white helmets with the with the you know the stripes still. What up, Chris? And Tino, uh, shout out to Tino for the super chat. Say, can you ask Ricky what he thinks about Coach Prime and Colorado? I almost caught him up and said, hey, you need a run back, Coach? Nah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's great. You know, I, I wish more, more retired players would get into coaching because, you know, I always love playing for coaches who played because we weren't like just chess pieces to them. We were human beings and they could relate to our experience. So, yeah. I, I, again, I hope more great players get back and, and it's, it's a wonderful way to give back. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think a lot of people were kind of pissed that he left, um, that, that he left, uh, you know, and then go, we'll go over to Colorado, but I feel like he could only do so much over there as well. I mean, they, 
no one, no one's really taking them seriously over there either, as far as like, you know, SEC or anything like that, or just the players in general. But now he's going to be able to get more players on a bigger stage. Yeah. But I, I think it's bigger, it's bigger than him staying there forever. You know, I think he, he, he created a lot of attention. You know, Eddie George is now coaching a team. Ed Reed just is coaching a team. So I think he, he really started something. And I, yeah, I, good for him. I mean, I'm, I can't, I can't wait to, to watch the product that they put on the field. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be awesome. And uh, Hessel said we'll be able to watch any playoff games with you and the Heisman squad in the multiverse or in the metaverse, I mean. Yeah. So we, we got a we got a cease and desist letter from the NFL. So, you know, we we're st- <laughs> we had to. We- <laughs> I guess you, I guess that you're not allowed to speak. You know, that means you made it. It was nice, though. It was they said it said Eric Myron. AKA Ricky Williams, uh, in parentheses, Heisman, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it was trippy because when I, when you're in the drug program, which I was in for like 10 years and you get busted, it comes through a FedEx and a FedEx from the NFL. So I went outside and there was a FedEx from the NFL. My heart started beating real fast. And I was like, oh. I was like okay. exactly. I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. So we're, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be back. We'll, we're trying to get something done for the playoffs. We're, we're reaching out to, to bar owners we know, and we're trying to figure out how they do it so that we can make sure that we're, we're not pissing the NFL off as we enjoy football and cannabis together in the Heisman House. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, I'm, there's got to be a way, because that's really what you guys are, right? You're just going to be but you're exactly. in. It's a lounge. It's a lounge. Yeah, exactly. same thing. Exactly. All right, and let's see. And Marco from the future. My bad. We missed this question <laughs> earlier. He said, uh, good evening from the future, Mr. Williams. He said the Bears could draft Will Anderson with the first overall. Why would they do that? <laughs> Marco just like, see, he said that the Bears are going to draft like a long snapper. They're just going to like completely fuck it up and just like completely botch on the first pick. <laughs> I think, you know, the safe thing is to, to, to stack. You know, you got yeah. if you got a young quarterback that you believe in, like build weapons. Yeah, I hope they could get a good deal done for uh, for that first because if they're going to keep Fields, no way they should be drafting with that uh, with the first. Get as many picks as you can out of that somehow. Who do you think the first pick should be? It's probably going to be uh, yeah, probably going to be Bryce Young. I don't know if he should be, but in the world that in the event that someone trades that pick, right? And they would probably trade it soon, I would imagine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when I when I when I thought my Niners were gonna trade up, you know what I mean? Uh uh we traded up to three, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, like a month in advance, like well actually like a month and some change before the uh the NFL draft, you know what I mean? So you could do your your quote unquote due diligence, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I would assume like if like look at Derek Carr, he they're trying to deal him right now. They're already saying like Oh, he, you know, they're shopping already because, you know, come February, he's going to, you know, be owed X amount of money. You know what I mean? February 15th. Yeah. So they're like, boom, there's, they're shopping him. Hmm. Like, <clears throat> and like, you know, I'm not saying that the Bears are going to get him or anything. I'm just saying like in general, like people's trying to make moves already. Yeah. Tino said, I think C.J. Stroud and Peacock <laughs> said C.J. Stroud to Houston, please. Yeah, it's uh, Judge Davis Mills Lane. Like, he's just not the answer over there. I like Davis Mills, though. But he's just a novelty for me. 
Yeah, let's get it out. <laughs> we just like to drop an RIP to Mills Lane. And, yeah, uh, RIP to Mills Lane. <laughs> what, what do you think about the QB carousel that we saw? Because I think last time you were on, I mean, it was kind of before all this, uh, all, before Russell Wilson, you know, moved around and before Watson moved teams. But what do you think about all these trades that we're seeing now compared to previous years? No, I think one of the most difficult things to do is to to go to a new team. No, especially if you if you've established yourself somewhere because you kind of have to start over. Is one thing if you if you've struggled going to a new team is like a fresh start, but if you've been pretty successful when you go to a new team, you got to reprove your prove yourself all over again. I think Russell Wilson is a, a great example. You know, but you know, I had a I had a coach, North Turner, one time. He sat me down. and He said, oh. "You know what?" He said, "There's something in this league where where players when they're at their best, they usually don't get compensated for it, but." but they get paid more when they're over, when they're past their prime to kind of make up for it. And I, I feel like why would the Broncos put go all in on Russell Wilson? Didn't they see him play last year? Yeah. You know, that there was something like he felt he fell off, you know, and, and I'm not even insulting him. I'm saying it's, it's, it's natural, you know, yeah. but, but we were like, talking about that. I went and I, I rewatched what we did a year ago. And like, that was the one thing that, you were talking about like what was up with them? Like why <laughs> he's looked a lot different. And I mean, the beginning of the year he starts off good and he broke that broke that middle finger or whatever it was, right? Yeah, he's been all off ever since that. Yeah, it was, this was a strange year for for quarterbacks. You know, I think I think people were shocked by they're still in the playoffs, but Brady Brady struggled a little bit this year. You know, yeah, and uh, you know. And, Jalen Hurts impressed a lot of people this year. He really yeah. grew up. He grew up a whole lot. Yeah. Know? And then Baker Mayfield, the whole Baker Mayfield thing. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, Aaron yeah, Rodgers. It's, it's an interesting year for 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 quarterbacks. Yeah, a lot. It was a uh, a lot of it was upside down. Yeah. And yeah, Jalen yeah, Hurts. My, my Niners are on the third string. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the third string, um, the literal literal Mister Irrelevant. Last pick <laughs> of the draft. Yeah, I watched him like, play a lot. Brock Purdy, like, yeah. I watched him play a lot in college. You know, I covered I covered the Longhorns, and so I got to I got to see Iowa State play a decent amount. And he was yeah. fun to watch. He's fun to watch in college. So so much of making the shift is really finding the right system. If you find the right system and coaches that believe in you, you're gonna be all right. You're yeah. gonna be all right. Yeah. And uh, and and shout out to Chris from Patriot Sports Radio. You demand with the super chat, bro. Appreciate you. He said, "I love this show. This is great sports talk." Hell yeah, hell yeah. And Hess said, "The last nine weeks for T Law definitely impressive." Yeah, he's a Libra though, and uh, that's, that's one thing I don't know. Like he, we had a lot of Libra action in uh, in the top ten. I don't hate on the Libras, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Lil Wayne's a Libra. Yeah, you're a Libra. So are, are you guys starting to bring a little bit more like astrology into, into what you're doing? Yeah, well, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, kind of sprinkle it in a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Funny, you know, said it earlier. He's like, I like how we categorize guys by the signs now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, give me a little bit more insight into Libras. But I remember us when we were talking. So we've only had one Libra finish in the top 10 over the last 10 years, and that was Jared Goff. Um, that the one year that he that he did good with the Rams, uh, but give me give me some some Libra traits as far as like why it would be good or bad for a QB. Okay, this is the major difficulty for a QB is the dark side of Libra, and this doesn't show up in all Libras. You know, when we talk about a sign, it's like when you're having a good day, you're at your best, 
Okay, you don't have to worry about the, the shadow side or the dark part of the sign, but when you're having a bad day, that's how it's going to manifest. Okay, yeah. right. So the thing about Libras when they're having a bad day is they're indecisive. Okay, so I, I would expect you know if we do the stats that we'd see Libras might throw more picks than than other signs because in the quarterback position you got to learn to pull the trigger. You got to pull the trigger, and if you're sitting back and you're like he's open and he's open because the, the Libra are the scales, the balance. Okay. And if he's open and he's open, who do I throw to? Right? It's, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. So indecisiveness is a negative trait. Uh, a positive trait is the other side of the scales, right? Is they can, they can handle a lot of information, you know, because they, they balance stuff. It's an air sign. It's intellectual, okay? They, they might know the right thing to do, but pulling the trigger can sometimes be, be difficult. Um, yeah. And even though all of this isn't raining, you know, 100% true, just the patterns and everything that I've noticed. Yeah. from all this and it's like the leos those are the top dogs when it comes to the qbs i mean led by tom brady over yeah. there bringing up the average sagittarius right behind and then capricorn right behind that and then yeah. for the sages you got rogers and right. wilson and then for the capricorns you got drew Brees. so there's a couple right. guys bringing up the averages you know like i, I think where, where we can even like play with this and it's, it's it's not so much who's better or worse but we can get an understanding of different styles of play yeah you know, different styles of play. Like I was saying, the Pisces typically are going to be more imaginative, more freeform, you know, making mm -hmm. it work, right? Also, Gemini's going to be more freeform. Leo's, you know, the, the, the king, right? They're just going to be there, right? Leaders, Leo's usually are really strong leaders. Sag, uh, gunslingers, Sag's are gunslingers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So th there's a certain style. The other thing is that, when, you know, we sat down and you look at a chart, it's more than just the sun. Right. There's a whole lot of other stuff going on. And so, you know, as we as we get more in, in depth, we, you know, we can find even more specific patterns because we're looking at more data points. But I think yeah. a good place to start because you're, you're even just with the sun, you're starting to notice patterns. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, Jalen Hurts is going to be the <laughs> the new age Leo yeah. who's going to be bringing it up, him and Kyler. And uh, man, what, what do you think about Kyler? I mean, he gets the big bag. Um, I going back and watching what we talked about a year ago, I was so off Cliff Kingsbury. Like, <laughs> even if it's been like more than a year, but man, he's a bum with his play calling. So I'm glad that they did move on and uh, we're going to switch things up. Yeah. You know, it's, it's tough when you get the bag, when you get the big bag to not at least to somewhat get a big, somewhat get a big head. You yeah. Know? I think it's just part of the process, but it, yeah. you know, it can only expand so much. And then you get humbled, it comes back down and now it's time to get to work. You know, he's still so young as a as a player and he's going to keep developing. But obviously he's exciting. He's fun to watch. I think he's one of the mobile quarterbacks that is just as efficient and effective with his arm. Yeah. And I, I think that, that's why that's why I like to watch. him. Yeah. What do you think about that clause that they put in his contract? They put it in there and then they took it away. But about how he had to do so much like like uh, film study throughout the week. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, it's I understand what they were doing, because if you if you look at the, the best quarterbacks in the league consistently, not all of them, but a large percentage of them, you know, not because they have to. But part of the habit that makes them good is the preparation is the time yeah. they put in. I, yeah. I don't think you know, I don't think you should force it. It was like when it, when I signed my contract, they put a clause that if I was over 240 pounds. <laughs> oh, my God, they put a tweaky clause in my contract. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we're grown men, right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta let us be grown men. We're not gonna be perfect, but you gotta let us figure it out without, you, without, without punishment. <clears throat> what do you think about Kyler's choice to like wait? I think he waited like five weeks or something like that before he got uh, the surgery. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's good. I think you know, <clears throat> surgery is is real. It's it cha- you're changing your body for the rest of your life. You no, know? and I think it's something that players should spend more time spend more time thinking about you know? it's, it's easy you know especially we get caught up in these conversations you know we, we forget that these are people you know yeah. and that the the effects of this game potentially you know are going to be with us for for our whole lives yeah and now he gets to play call of duty like all year so i'm sure he's gonna be like super excited about that that's probably why he did it wait until the season was over so then he had free time to just do rehab and call of duty that's yeah. what i would have done <laughs> Yeah, because uh, man, it's gonna that it's gonna be interesting over there for fantasy football. I don't think we're gonna be targeting uh, at least anybody on offense for the Cardinals. IDP though, I mean, some of these defensive guys will for sure IDP yeah. for sure be doing that. <laughs> I'm saying I, every time I'm watching a game now and I see a pick, I'm beyond IDP. Everyone's looking yeah. at me like, what the? <laughs> I like it. I'm gonna start making a bunch of shirts. I'm gonna have to send you one of the please. IDP live shirts. Please, 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 yeah. Please. And, uh, and Dennis says, Libra's in the house. Yeah. Woo-woo. For the tight ends, though. I mean, if you're a Libra and you're a tight end, like, I want you on my squad. because I'll say Libras, Libras are smooth. That, that's the best part. They're smooth, right? They look good. They move. They're, they Just the way they move, they get it. Yeah. You know? and, and, and the top Libras in the game for tight ends, Travis Kelsey and uh, George Kittle. Yeah. So, I think part of that is because the scales, you know, tight ends are, it's like a flex position, you know Meaning they have to block. Sometimes they even run, they catch screens, they do everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wish I'd just let a guy, you know, I mean, guys like Kyle Pitts, I wish he would have went somewhere where he didn't have to block. He could just go and uh, just be able to catch and that's it. Not even have to worry about blocking. Exactly. And uh, Marco says, what do you think about the possibility of two NFL games in Germany next season? I love it. I love the NFL going international. I think it's a wonderful game, and the more we can spread this game around the world, I think it's better for, for anyone involved with, with football in the NFL. I, what I like about it is, is, you know, I've traveled a lot, and I've coached football around the world, and there's some really good athletes international. And I think as, as the, the game spreads, we're going to see the NFL become more of an international league. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait till we start getting some – you know, players from Africa and Germany coming into the league, and it's going to be exciting. Yeah, and what do you think, like from a uh, player standpoint? I mean, is it tough to go over there to go over to Germany, go over to, you know, cross water and play? I, I never went went across the water and played, but I'm the kind of person I love to travel, so I would I would love it. You yeah, know? <laughs> but you know, some guys are like, I just want to be home, resting, relaxing. This is a lot of travel. I'm tired, but for me, I love it. It's it's, it's all part of the experience. Yeah. And uh, shout out to our man, Crispy. <laughs> Crispy's a plumber by trade. And he's like watching us from under a house right now. And he says, uh, Ricky, you can come crawl under houses with me. And uh, he's out in Texas. So he's always shouting you out. That is, <laughs> You're the man, Crispy. That is good. And everyone. Hey, Alex, I'm sorry, Alex. I got to jump. I got a reading right now. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good, Ricky. Yeah. yeah I'm staying hanging out with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Until For next sure, week. Ricky. All right. Appreciate you, brother. Be we'll easy see you next time. Hey. All right. And I was just about to say that we're that all these uh super chats are gonna go to entries. And yeah, we were gonna shut it down right at three. And uh we're gonna we're gonna do the raffle now. And uh let me see. 
I think we're going to have about four items that we're going to be raffling off right now for Heisman. So let me get this shared over here. All right. And then uh, I already started taking some chocolates. I'm going to take some more chocolates right now. And uh, I want to take chocolates. Yeah, I'm taking some chocolates right now, bro. Give me some chocolates. You can't have these chocolates. <laughs> and I'm already... No, you can't. No, dude, no. These are, these are I don't take a little itty bitty when I took earlier when I said I, I would match you. I only, I only ate a little itty bitty. We'll get you some different chocolates. Shout out to Ricky. Yeah, Ricky's a man. That was awesome. Best one yet, and more to come. All right. Yeah, Ricky the dude. And yeah. So cool to get him here uh talk about the playoffs and the teams and we're definitely gonna be getting more into the uh more into the fantasy astrology crossover and a sports betting astrology crossover and all that. And um Derek, you the man, bro. Did you do another one? It was one or two. What's that? I'm not talking to Derek. Was it one, Derek, or two? I got it. I got the one that you said first. Let's do some giveaways. These chocolates are about to get me fucked up right now. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, man. All right. So happy doing, birthday, man. We're doing three giveaways right now. Uh, and my son got a little mini cameo, huh? Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> I still got a birthday shout out from Ricky. Hell yeah. yeah. Good thing That's we didn't fucking... do it. Good thing we didn't do anything where this gets taken down. <laughs> this is not my journey, too, right? We can chop it up. I'll chop yeah. it up this shit. Hell yeah. yeah. And uh Hess said I was just going to intro crispy to Rick. <laughs> he said when uh, when Rick when Ricky said crispy, <laughs> that was him signing the hat for him. That's tight. That's oh tight. yeah, that's tight. Super tight. I remember I seen that video. And you know what? We're gonna uh, we're gonna smoke some of this post game now. Let's get into this berry balls. <laughs> and Peacock said, "Ha, Noble all interested once he heard chocolates." I know, right? And they didn't care about nothing before that. I heard chocolates and then coming out the woodworks. All right, and Emil, you the man. Said great interview. Hell yeah. Dope that Ricky's just a friend of the show. Ricky Williams, just, uh, you know, just going to be the man, the myth, the legend, just coming, chopping it up with the crew. Coming through, running shit. And it's going to be happening about once a month. Um, You know, we'll know, we should know about it a little bit in advance. And, uh, but yeah, this was super dope and many more to come. And see, and see, like it how it was like, hey, you guys, uh, you guys really have implemented astrology into the way you pick players and stuff. And it's funny because, like, I before I knew like stats and shit like that, like you know, this is like you know when I first started playing, like in 2013 and 2014, like I would pick players because they're because of their signs. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you were cutting edge. 
Fuck yeah, man. Especially <laughs> like, like, oh, I'm like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's a savage, man. I got to have him. <laughs> he was just money for years. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Come on. Chris, you the man. You the man. You know All what's right. crazy? He said there was something going on that week. You know what I mean? When he was like, you know, and, then, and he's like, anytime there's something violent or something like something like that goes on, you know, Mars is involved. And he said, sure enough, it was like whatever. I, I, I mean, I can't, I don't want to butcher what he said, but you, you know what I'm talking I, about? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He said the, yeah. that, that the Mars planet was involved. There's always some shit in Mars that some shit is getting wild and hectic and all that. And Yeah. You got to figure out when Mars is involved. It's time to chill. It's just time to chill at home and smoke a lot of weed. And uh, man, yeah, that was dope, man. Ricky's the fucking man, and so it's uh, it's awesome getting him to come on here and uh, chop it up. <laughs> we got to get some different chocolate. We're about to go out pretty soon. We'll get yeah, we'll get, get you something there. Get chocolate for me now. Okay, go ahead. Go out in the living room. <laughs> and uh, has said, uh, "Glad you enjoyed, fam. Hell yeah!" And I think he's talking to all of us, including Chris Patriot Sports Radio. You the man. And Peacock says, Mars is my science planet, bro. I'm fucked. <laughs> Damn it, bro. Damn it. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, it's crazy because the, uh, the story of Mars, like in the in the uh, the Emerald Tablets of like the, the 12 Emerald Tablets of Thoth or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just some crazy stories on Mars. Crazy, crazy shit. Crazy, yeah. crazy shit. All yeah, right. Conquerors. Here we go. Here we yeah, yeah, Derek. They're all the way up on my. They're all the way up on my uh, on my uh, desk. You can't get them. All right, here we go. So we're gonna have three winners over here. Gonna get some Heisman swag, whatever you choose. And boom, it's uh, uh, Chris from Patriot Sports Radio, Antonio, and Dennis. All right. So you yeah. Guys from um, any of the Heisman. Uh, beanies, the Heisman Pelican case, the socks. Uh, that's Chris from Patriot Sports Radio, Antonio and Dennis. You demand. Dad, give me some chocolate. You gotta wait. We're almost getting off the show. Relax, bud. Relax. Two minutes. Two minutes. I gotta go too. Yeah, and Dennis said, "Whoop whoop." Marty said, congrats all. Hell yeah. John said, caught late because of work. Uh, but he's definitely my top uh, top 10 favorite Dolphins player. Hell yeah, dude. Ricky's the fucking man. And Chris said, hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. And anybody can have anything. We got multiples of each. And one of the things that you uh, turn that off, Noble. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what, what, one, of the, one of the things that we got to do. All right, I know you're being crazy. He wanted to add some sign- sound effects behind the scenes, and everyone go follow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a savage. Go follow. <laughs> go follow Heisman on social media. Go follow Ricky Williams on social media. But their IG, their Twitter, all that. They're trying to get more and more uh, followers up there. And uh, yeah, we're gonna be doing more stuff with them. They said they really want to take. Uh, you know, everything we're doing to the next level this year. So, yeah, going to be a lot of cool stuff that we're going to be involved in with Ricky. So, uh, yeah, be on the lookout. 2023, it is going to be awesome. Hell yeah. (sighs) 
And Derek said, enjoy your B-Day, huh? This is going to be super dope, man. We're going to Meow Wolf, Area 15. I, everybody I always tell is going to be like, this is like the dope. Yeah, the all right, cool. Go out in the living room and take the charger with you. Take the charger with you. And uh, <laughs> I know how it is. <laughs> I know how it is. Don't even sure. <laughs> I have four of them, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to finish the bowl. All right, <laughs> just relax chill yeah it's we're gonna be going to like, like uh i remember um see my my nine-year-old right she the second oldest it's funny because like when she was little be like hold on five minutes she'll 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 go to the timer boom set it for five minutes like on the ipad yeah you just sit there waiting yeah <laughs> i'm like damn she really set the timer on me and she's like, boom, timer got five minutes. Oh, dang it. And uh, I didn't even, and Juggernaut, my bad, because I know you asked this somewhere in there. Hess, where in Las Vegas can Juggernaut find some uh, some Heisman tree? Where can he find some Heisman tree in Vegas? Which dispensaries? And, uh, and Hess said, everyone can be a winner too by grabbing some Heisman swag online. Definitely go over to Heisman.shop. And use the promo code 420 crew. Just does the logo up there. Yeah, go get a Heisman hat. Go get some Heisman swag. Go get, man, get that Letterman jacket. Like, man, everything they got over there is super dope. Go get some swag. And Steven said, oh, shit, happy birthday, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, um, Juggernaut did not hear that Universal is making the horror attraction next to Area 15. I don't know how I, damn, man. I just want to do mushrooms and like not be scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like seeing scary things either. Man. I remember as a weed tag, I watched one of the Jurassic Parks on mushroos. Fuck. And actually, that time, that tea right here, and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. That shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah so then, yeah, then I just do funny things now. Yeah. Watching Ace Return and stuff like that. The Meow Wolf, I guess it would have been crazier if I'd like never been there before, but this time I'm probably going to be doing like, you know, maybe two grams or so, two and a half grams of uh, <laughs> of some chocolate. So uh, we'll see uh, how crazy it is. Though. I mean, it's nothing but crazy colors and secret passageways and like all types. Whoa, of shit. you're about to like go into like dimensions. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to try to document as much as possible. Uh, Marco says Brock Purdy offensive rookie of the year. No way, man. No way. It's gonna be Garrett. I think it should be Garrett Wilson. He had like over. He had over a thousand yards. He had a bunch of touchdowns. I mean, how many games? How many games did the Brock start? Uh the Brock says. I think he started that Miami game. Was that the one? Let's see. You know what? It's not important. Let's see. I don't want to. I just, you see, I wanted to do that. I don't want to judge yeah. my team. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to. It's not important. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are still little accolades. He, <laughs> came, in, he, came, in the, he came in the middle of one game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was right. He has started five games. Okay. And then he came in the middle of one. So six games. No. It'll be like. I mean, Ken Walker has a, has a solid case. You know what I mean? 
I mean, he got like a thousand, right? Okay, so Heisman is not available in Nevada yet. Okay, he said mm-hmm. coming to Nevada in 2023. Let's go. It's yeah. crazy because, like, I guess I wonder what happened, Hess. Because uh, when I went back and watched the Ricky interviews, he said that uh, Nevada was going to be one of the one of the one of the, the the top five. I think he said. And uh, Marco said, "Comeback Player of the Year uh, <laughs> will be your most favorite of all time." <laughs> And, uh, I got a shake too, bro. Yeah, we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Let's peace out. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. We got a couple drafts. Happy peace birthday, Big Red. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.